what is up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of your favorite sports betting podcast, especially after last week. It is your host, Brian Hollywood, hanging along with my beautiful, lovely co-host, the Woodman, David Woody. What's up, big man? What's up, Brian? Four and one last week. We had a little tandem piece uh, yes, on a couple baby. of our picks. So we brought it to a, a, a total of five plays. Now, here's the deal with those four to one pieces. First of all, fuck you, Lance Lane. If it was anybody else tapping that mound, we would have had a, a perfect game ourselves. Indeed. But the uh, grand scheme of things is, you know, I was doing a little tout piece on Twitter when I hadn't posted something. And I realized, holy fuck, four of the five that, well, no, we won four of the five, but three of the four we won were on the plus side of the juice. Yeah. We're telling you how to stretch a dollar yeah. in this day and like, age. In terms of units, it was a fantastic week for us. Fantastic. I think it's a fantastic unit week. And by the way, you know that because you look at the amount of money you won. You're like, well, that was pretty good. Damn skippy. <laughs> Fucking A. But uh, at Jump to Sharp on Twitter, you know where to find us. Look, I'm not going to lie. We tried to have some... Uh, grandiose experiments happened tonight, but we got a lot of research to do. But uh, we're we're looking to get into you guys seeing our faces more often, and uh, possibly with live streaming our podcast when they're recorded. But yep. we'll figure that out. But maybe, maybe at the very uh, least, go for it. Maybe maybe Twitch, maybe YouTube. Those are, seem to be the two consensus. Maybe even YouTube. Like. Yeah. So we'll see what we can. Uh, which we're going to do whichever one makes the most sense for us, and not really. Big you time. all, you all haven't been clamoring to see my face. Let's put it that way. Uh, nor should you. But I had a, uh, a buddy of mine who said, "Man, you gotta get this shit on YouTube. I'll, I'll, I'll see it on YouTube." And I'm like, "Really? Like, wouldn't you rather hear it than watch it?" But I don't know. Some people, some people listen, quote unquote, to podcasts on YouTube. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's, but it is what it is. They but, do. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get back to some acto this week. We're sniffing the uh, anal crevices of the NFL <laughs> season, and we cannot wait for that because I don't care what. What the oh wait, what's today? Oh no, we normally record on Thursdays. The preseason opener is tomorrow night. Oh yeah, the um, fame game. Yeah. Go Jags, by the way. Jags money line saying it right now. Fuck it. I mean, if they're not gonna play well in the regular season, they might as well get a W out of the gate in the preseason. That's a homer pick. Preseason's tough though, man. I'm rooting for Dougie Peterson. They don't really play the like very basically any of their starters. That's why the Jaguars will win. You know? They probably have the best B team in the league because they see. play normally anyway. <laughs> so there it is. Look at him uh, go. Look at me go. Without further ado, then, I mean, after that, I feel like I need to wet my whistle after making such a delicious pun. But as always, first, it's going to be the Woodman leading off. And uh, it is time for America's favorite segment. That is what are we drinking, Woodman? A little bit yeah. of the bubbly. I'm glad you asked because I've been dying to pop this can so I can try this damn thing. Damn um, skippy. I've been sitting uh, here dry too. I can't wait. <laughs> I have um, given uh, you had a taste of this actually when we were tailgating, and uh, but it's not one of the ones we did, discussed on the show. So uh, this is the oh, separatist nice. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. strands of gold. It's called, and it is you know the separatist that that place that's right down the street here. And um, you know, it's that meant was closed to be... when I was trying to go to it to pick you yes. up. Fucking yeah. assholes. Well, that no, that's that's Cartesian. Oh, sorry. Both, psych. There's one each. I live near two breweries, actually. You told me um, if I got there early to go to Cartesian, yeah. it was closed. So I sat in an Acme parking lot watching yeah. the worst 
walks of life go by waiting for you for about 20 minutes. <laughs> Meanwhile, putting in bets. Uh, but you didn't tell me, oh, separatists is just due west of that. You I didn't because I assumed the the one closer one would be open. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, it's got, um, you know, it's got pretty good. Um, it's pretty boozy. Uh, bougie boozy 8.4 like applebee's on a date um, night and it's kind of like a hazy it's like its own kind of like hazy like oh, double mm. ipa damn so I, I don't think i've ever seen you look more chestified right there you put that fucker down and stood up straight and opened that <laughs> that's some peck action going on there wood man i'm not gonna lie you say you don't think people want to see your face? Oh, they want to see those pecs. Oh, look at that pour. Perfect amount ahead, no pun intended. And a nice little hazy piece. A little It's a little delicious. Bubbly. Yeah, it's delicious. You said it wasn't like your favorite necessarily because it does have... A little fruity. Say, I'll say it has some... Definitely has tropical fruit notes to it. Um, I don't find that to be overpowering, which would be awful and gross. Uh, <laughs> but... um. For me, it works. I like the tropical notes. Um, I think I said hazy, but it's not hazy, actually. Do they That's, entitle it hazy I don't on, know. The, on the can? Let's read it let's, again. Yeah, let's go for it again. No, they don't. It's just a double IPA. It's not gotcha. hazy. You were okay. fooled by the golden nature. I was fooled by the golden nature. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm, but I'm, I'm enjoying no longer... it and uh, giddy up to the Separatist Project that makes lots of nice beers, so check them out. Beautiful. And I would love to check you that, check, check that out last Tuesday, but... A friend of mine veered me in the wrong direction. I'm going to go with a beer that I've never had by a, a brewery I've never heard of. Oh, wow. Uh, shout out to a friend of mine who stopped over uh, last week and just brought a four pack. You know, he said he was picking up his daughter. His daughter was having a play date with, with my daughter. Yeah. And he showed up with a four pack and said, because, you know, what the, you know, the girls are playing. When, when their dad gets here, what do they say? Come on, dad, can we have five more minutes? And he said, fuck yeah. Phillies are just starting. <laughs> and I just brought a nice little four pack of this, John. And I said, hell yeah, my man pots and pans. This is called. That's a dad uh, who gets it, isn't it? Fucking A. You ain't kidding. And shout out to him if you're listening. It's called Of Hops and Clouds. It's a hazy double IPA by a little organization by the name of Vault Brewing. I have had that beer. You, wow! I have had it, and it's I really liked it. I hope you like Yardley it uh, Corporation. Yes, Vault Brewing of Hops and Clouds Hazy Double Eight APV. Oh, that was a little wet one. I might have got that on the mic. I don't remember if I had it on the show or not, but I've definitely had it. How about that? Well, it shows how much I pay attention. I it doesn't ring a bell with the vaultness, but four point one one on Untapped. I'm doing a nice little. Is that a good? Ski. That's a good number, right? That's a good number. Anything over four, I'm interested. But if you get to the four point onesies, look, I think we might have twins here as far yeah. as uh, lookage. I mean, it's a little. Uh, this one might be a little bit more of a thicker. But let's yeah, see yours is here. more translucent. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'll make your bull run. <laughs> that is uh, refreshing. It's not like carbonated, refreshing. Like when you say, oh, you see the old fucking uh, polar bears with the Coca-Colas during Christmas. I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, like I could do that with this and just mm, look at you like that. But uh, it is refreshing almost in like a carbonated drink way, but it's not an overly carbonated beer, if that makes sense. It's lighter. It's a little drier, actually, on the on the tail end here. Like I do have a little bit of a a, a drier top palate right now. 
uh, which I don't mind at all. I kind of dig that. But giddy up to uh, Vault Brewing Company. I would rate this. Yeah, I would, I would say they're dead on. 4.1, 4.15 out of 5. Giddy yeah, it's up. delicious and crisp. Uh, um, Yardley crisp. PA. Good uh, word. Thank you. Yardley PA in uh, Bucks County, if people know. How about that? Right giddy by up. New Hope. Yardley's real close to New Hope. Yeah, all right. Giddy up to that. You know what? And I'm going to do a little, uh, here's a little teeny bit. I think it's, it's it would behoove us. I'm going to pour a little bit out on the side there for uh, one Mr. Vince Scully. Yes. Who we lost yesterday as of recording this um, in the in- baseball world and in the broadcasting world and in the sports world. Maybe the greatest broadcaster of all time, arguably. I he, but I think he was. Incredible that that we that those words could be said about one man who we just lost after all this time uh just a, tr- a tremendous talent and it's one of those voices that even if you're not a baseball fan or a dodger fan especially but e- even if you're just a, a general sports fan you've heard this fucker's voice you know his voice definitely now i will say it's not his voice that made him so not good though right um I'm um I'm blanking on oh my gosh uh, Brian please help me the the Phillies guy forever with the great Harry voice. Callis Are you yeah serious? Harry Callis thank what you the, the show's he, over <laughs> he had a, a very um distinct kind of quint, quintessential but yet still distinct broadcaster's voice Vin kind of didn't actually uh but it's just that he was so good at the job he was he would be like. I've never, there's never been anyone who could be telling a long story Mm. and interjecting in the middle of the story in the most seamless, natural way to tell you that somebody grounded out to third and then just continuing on with the story. And the stories were always great. And this is guy who's on the air for four hours a night for half the year for like 60 years. I want to give a, a little a little toast to, to Vince Scully. You were talking about Harry. Harry has that kind of like drawn out, you know, and and, yeah. and it was just a beautiful thing. My personal favorite broadcaster of all time, but obviously I'm biased for Philly. But Vince Scully has just that grandpa storytelling way. Yes, yes. And he mentioned it um, before, and I heard Bob Acasas talk about it, and it's so brilliant because I went to broadcasting school and – it is so true. I was telling the story to you, to you and our, our friends in the parking lot, but I had this, uh, this one instructor who said, uh, who, who thinks like, what, what is the hardest in your opinion? What is the hardest sport to broadcast? I mean, I'm 24 years old and I raised my hand and he goes, yeah, I said, hockey. He said, why? I said, I just a ton of people's names, different, different, you know, you got line changes here or there action constantly going. He goes, no, he said, the reason is because action is constantly happening. You always have something to talk about. Just memorize the names and numbers. You have content. You don't really have much to, to, to say. Who wants to th- take another shot at it? No one raised their hand. I raised my hand. He said, yeah. And I said, baseball. And he goes, why? And I said, because of everything the opposite of what I just said. He said, boom, you're exactly correct. <laughs> you have to fill in the voids and the gaps. And, uh, and the Bob Costas thing, what he was talking about Vin Scully saying, is that Vin Scully was mentioning how Doing a radio broadcast, you paint the picture. Doing a TV broadcast, you caption the picture. Uh, and yeah. it's so poignant and perfect. Yeah, that's and perfect. he did it uh, so well. And it's funny because you were mentioning him about being a, a storyteller at heart. And in, in, in honor 
of Vince Scully this episode. I'm going to be peppering the show a little bit with some Vince Scully drops, if you will. Oh, uh, I don't excellent. have I don't have much. I have a couple, but uh, just something fun. We'll see if I'm able to point them in the right direction. Uh, you know, I keep drinking these hazy doubles. I might just be hitting a button for no reason, which I often do towards the tail end of shows. But I mentioned how leading up to the NFL season, we wanted to do something a little bit more NFL related going in. We're going to omit that this week because I'm going to fill that void with this little particular segment about arguably the greatest broadcaster in history who we just lost. And on that, uh, I just want to play a clip that I found, which is just Finn Scully to the bone. Uh, and it's him about, uh, it's a at bat by Johnny Gomes of the Atlanta Braves in 2015. And this is just how Vin, Vin does it. Let's, let's hear it. It's a couple minutes and it just couldn't be, couldn't be any better. Here we go. Johnny to make the understatement of the day has had a very tough life. We can give you maybe one or two stories. We don't want to get into too much of the privacy area. Let's start when he was 12. He was doing work on his grandmother's house, and a hired hand showed up with a wolf on a leash. Here's the 2-0 pitch. I love it. Seamless. 2-1-1. Anyway, Johnny loved dogs. He had never owned one, though he had no idea about how serious a wolf might be. (laughs) So he walked up to the wolf and the man hollered at him. No it's a real wolf. Don't pet it. The two one pitch in. Well the man (laughs) ties up the wolf goes around the corner to mend the fence and Johnny goes back to the wolf saying something like oh I'll talk to him and it'll be great. And the wolf attacks him has knocked him down on his chest just about ready to devour him. 2-2 pitch, check swing, no swing, ball three. Johnny suddenly, totally and completely relaxed. He was done. He knew it. And whatever he did by relaxing, the wolf decided, "Uh uh-huh, I don't have a rival here. And the wolf got off his chest. Johnny got up and walked away. Ground ball by the diving Turner and the base hit by Johnny Gomes. I yes. mean, come on now. Yes. You hear how he... It's fucking incredible. ...keeps you up to speed on what's going on in the game, but it's not the point of what he's talking about. Well, I don't have a rival here. Like, just the way you would say shit. Yeah. And then there's just a little... Anyway. Anyway. You know, just right into the next one. I mean, just incredible storytelling within a sporting event. The GOAT. The GOAT, most likely. And, and as a Harry Callis guy, I mean... I actually, um, and now I'm going to make myself look like an idiot. Uh, the My other, my top three favorite baseball guys of all time, Harry Callis, uh, Vin Scully, and then I think, the, uh, why now his name's escaping me, this is crazy. The old uh, Detroit Tigers um, play-by-play announcer. Oh, yeah, he was great. Um, shoot. Oh, come on. Oh, I Where thought you were going to say Bob Euchre. No, I never A lot really of people got say him, Uecker but he, he's very, long, very but. funny for sure. Uh, he was extremely funny. Dude, that, that that clip though had me rolling. And... Yeah, man, Vin. That that that's a great clip. That's Vin at his best there. 
Yeah, for sure. For I sure. would the other thing I'd like to point out, and we can we can actually talk <laughs> about our picks after this, but uh before Ernie Ernie Harwell, by the way, is Ernie Harwell, yes, about. he yep. was wonderful. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, people would also say um, Joe Buck's dad, Jack Buck, was very, very, yep. very good for a long time. Yeah, but then again, he's Joe uh, Buck's dad. so Cardinals, whatever. I think. Yeah. Um, and people would say Harry Carey. It was never my cup of tea, but I get it. Me neither. Uh, he's great in his own way, just as you could say. Um, as you could say, uh, what was the guy, the Yankees guy, the old Yankees guy? The Phil real Rizzuto? Guy. Yeah, Phil Rizzuto. Yeah. You know, in his way, he was great. It's just not wasn't my thing. Um, but uh, but what I would say, last thing I'll say about Vin for now, until you play another clip, and then I'll have like ten. No, 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 that's the clip. That's the clip. I'm just um, going to do some okay. little fun. fun the last little thing I will say is that <laughs> there, uh, there have never been any other broad television baseball broadcasts in my lifetime where it's just one person. Yeah, true. He, I've never seen anyone else even try to do it. Carry it with, and such... you wouldn't want them to do it. No, right. And he did it into his eighties. Yeah, and he yeah. did it perfectly. 90s, right, or, um, almost nineties. Yeah, I know he. he yeah, uh, probably maybe not late that, late eighties. Yeah, it's late incredible. 80s. And by himself. Oh man, incredible! True. A, a true professional. Anybody else try to do it? First of all, they'd be shot to hell. They could do it for one night. They'd need a night off. He did it every night. Every night. And secondly, is you would be so bored of just listening to that one person by the end. Yep. yep. With him, it, it would never mattered. Never. Because he was never. incredible. Just like I never used to be bored of my 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 pop up, you know, shooting the shit, saying stuff that makes same me crack, idea, same idea, up. same thing, man. He he's the ultimate. Like Harry Callis, always looked up to as like an idol, especially as someone who wanted to get into broadcasting. Oh, and that, that he he was family in a way that was like. Just family, but Vince Scully's got that like pop up vibe. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yes, it's amazing. But anyway, R.I.P. Vince Scully. Yes, uh, rest in peace. You know, it's not not every day you sit here and reminisce about losing. I mean, the I, I remember when Harry Callis died. This is no bullshit, but I mean, it was it hurt bad for everybody in the greater Philadelphia area, but a, a lot of people around the world who were Phillies fans or or whatnot. But I'll never forget finding out about it. Uh, losing it, calming down. Then I, I went into the shower. I took a shower. I was meeting my friend Pat at uh, what used to be called Chink Steaks. Now it's called Joe's Steaks in Northeast Philly uh, for for a cheesesteak. To literally have a cheesesteak and talk about Harry Callis. Before I left, I got in the shower and 610 WIP played like a best of Harry Callis clips. for, And like a fucking huge baby, I had my head against the tile crying sobbing louder than the radio was listening to those things like so i can't imagine dodgers universe how they're feeling right now but uh we lost the best arguably it's incredible incredible career incredible person and you know what else is incredible was the woodman starting off the plays (laughs) in a week yes batting first batting first no i can't even try and do it but um yeah let's let's see what you got here playing center field batting first the woodman david woody I'm going to start it off with an easy one. Oh, and by easy, I mean, it's easy money. All right. Sounds good. So, to me. Get down business. Um, the, a lot of people probably remember, uh, that this was the week where the trade deadline happened. So there were a lot of trades in baseball. Uh, people might know that the team that quote unquote won the trade deadline got 
Juan Soto, who's a, a MVP. Um, he's future probably, Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's only 23, but he's been in the league since he was like 19, and he was absolutely incredible at 19. So he's yep. amazing. Um, you know, one of the best we've seen for sure. Uh, his last game with the Nats, he went one for one with a home run and three walks. Wow. That, that is the kind of player that he is. It's the, it was a perfect finish for his career there. Like he's just, you know, I, I always say that baseball, you know, is so different from other sports because there's no clock and the currency instead of time that the, that the game is played with is outs. Yeah. And the, being a tough out is the best, the highest compliment you can get from the opposing pitcher is that you were a tough out. Right. Right. It's, it's the best thing you can do for your team. It's just the way hard to get Uh, out. Barry Bonds. Tony Gwynn. Can't get me out. Right. Tony Gwynn. Exactly. And uh, Soto, my God, I mean, for somebody with as much power as he has, it's amazing how hard he is to get out. If he, if you, if you just, if you throw it in the zone, he's going to crush it. And if you throw it out of the zone, he'll take his walks. He don't care. I'm not so making the correlation is the correlation here that you're taking Padres on Friday. Well, or actually, on Thursday? I'm, I'm going to do something more fun than that. Oh, actually. oh, I see. Oh, I'm going to take the Padres and Rockies to go over. Okay. I don't know why it's I thought so you're going low. player prop there. No, that would have been super fun. Oh, I don't man. know why it's so low. It's only seven and a half. I hope this doesn't move by the time you, you want to look at that us. again. Yeah. Why is it only seven and a half? It's because Musgrove is going. But to be honest, he's mm. had a couple of tough starts lately. Yeah. You he's, know what I like about this? It almost was a pick. You he know hasn't why? been locking it down. And the Rockies, yeah, on the road, they don't hit too much. But the Padres are going to hit the hell out of them. The Padres might give you eight runs and take care of this by themselves, even if Musgrove throws a gem. Uh, I think this is a super easy one. I think there's like about 10 different paths to there being eight runs scored in this game. I don't know why the over/under is so low. I assume it's just because it's just because it's Musgrove. It's but Musgrove. I, I, that's not enough for me. Um, uh, this could be a Padres over team runs uh, here easily. I mean, they're gonna. This team is gonna start scoring a ton of runs, and um, uh, the the Rockies uh, start. It's Freeland. It's he's yeah, Freeland, nobody yeah. to worry about. You don't worry about him. No, he's off and on. Listen, uh, the thing that I like about this is that. You're talking about Musgrove. Yeah, he's been a little shaky. And he, you know what they just did? They just shored him up for five years for $100 million. Almost kind of like a discount, they're calling it. But he just signed a contract that has solidified his family's life you know, forever. monetarily forever. And, and forever yeah. and, and those that come after them. And oftentimes, often, especially in baseball, when you sign something like that as a starting pitcher, you do not necessarily come out of the gate fucking all hopped up on Mountain Dew. You know what I mean? And I don't you, know you're why kind of that like, is. holy fuck, you're still wondering, still pinching yourself. But yeah, it is true. Maybe some of them, it's probably some of them kind of resting on their laurels. Others are probably putting too much pressure on themselves mm. going the other direction. I think the latter is where it's at. The latter is more common because you got to remember, it's easy to, it's easy to paint these guys. You know, you look at the millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in some cases, and it's easy to paint these guys as, you know, entitled, spoiled, whatever. They may be those things too, because they're so unbelievably rich. I get it, but you got to <laughs> remember too at the same time. And again, this is a, what Jump the Sharp is so known for is our nuance. You got to remember at the you same like time that? <laughs> that they're also the most competitive people in the world. These Big are time. the most competitive people in the world. They could never have gotten to this level, no matter how 
much talent they were born with if they weren't hyper competitive. And so I think Brian's onto something here. I think he comes out tomorrow. The team's made all these moves. They're already up tonight, five to one in the third inning. There's already six runs in that game tonight. Fucking I should have taken right? it tonight too. God damn it. Should have taken it tonight. But I, I think this is just ridiculous that it's so low. Hop all over this guy's at minus one fifteen. Gravy. Gravy. Mine's going to be a little bit more on the on the, on the uh, juice side. Apologize for that, but it's a money line pick here. Uh, I'm not. I, I I could be talked into on the plus side and taking the run line, but um, two teams coming off a day off. It's the Blue Jays at the Twins. Blue Jays to win is minus one twenty five. A road favorite uh, for a divisional leading Twins. So that kind of tells me something a little bit there. The reason why Sonny Gray is on the mound for Minnesota, and he's proved that he just can't go deep. Okay, Um, that sounds a little double entendre. He is he doesn't have a big penis is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Give it to me hard. No, he had in 15 starts. He's gone. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. 15 starts this year. He's gone more than six innings pitched twice, twice in 16, 5.92 ERA in July and five starts in July. He's just not feeling himself. As I continue with that kind of a notion, but no, Sonny Gray is not impressing me right now at all. Sort of a limp dick season. Kind of, yeah, kind of limp, phallically. (laughs) um, What's the word I'm looking for? Struggling. (laughs) Correct. Yes. So, uh, meanwhile, the Blue Jays have Alec Manoa, who's more solid and consistent by far. Uh, He had a shaky start last start. Yeah, sure, but that's why I like him here. That's a that's a Hollywood play right there, is it not? It's a Hollywood um, play. It's his first shaky start in a while. What do good pitchers having great years on good offensive teams do when they have they a bounce bad back. start? They bounce yeah. back. Uh, and it, honestly, he had a bad start. You know what they did? They lost four to two after his bad start. They would have had any kind of offense that game. They're beating the Tigers. Let's get the Tigers. But the Blue Jays are due for an offensive boom. Uh, the over under on this was, was, was ironically enough, Woody, is seven and a half. And my initial pick. Was this? I actually have that crossed out. My first pick was Blue Jays Twins over seven and a half. And what I ended up doing in researching, yes, I still like it. Want to go ahead on the boner side? Go for it, folks, because I'll be putting some on it too. I like the over under on this as well. Okay. Uh, but, or over, I should say, for the over under. Yeah. But, um, and another reason I told you they're both coming off a day off. I would love to know statistics on two teams coming off a day off if the over hits. But, um, what was I saying? Oh, you after know, I started doing you know the what, research. Dude, probably not, and I will tell you why. Because every member of both bullpens is totally fresh. I can see that. I can see it. Well, now that that might make me come off the over-under a little bit, but I, I still st- like the Blue I Jays. I stick with w. your original pick. I like your pick. That's where I'm going. But, like, Sonny Gray could come out in the fourth inning. And, uh, sure, the bullpens might be fresh, but now you got to throw <laughs> for five four, innings. four relievers. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? It's not so, going to work, yeah. Um, but, get, yeah, so I'll take Blue Jays. They're due for an offensive explosion, I think. Uh, it's and, fun. Uh, and so, like, as a little bonus, guys, to, like, an SGP where you do Blue Jays to win the game, the over in the game, over. and then pick yep. you know pick something else that you like. Maybe this um, Manoa guy to have whatever it is. Some six, strikeouts. Six strikeouts or whatever. Give Guerrero two bases or something and go nuts on that. I think I just like that fucking same game you it's just really put fun. out there. I'm going to... I'm going to set a little reminder on that there, Wood Man, but calling that. But yeah, my official pick, I'll take the Blue Jays because I had to do that research. I ended up uh, like really just not feeling the Twins vibe on this game, especially mm. when they're giving some juice on that for an, uh, the away team. 
I get it. Blue Jays are powerful, and I think they're going to make it happen. Give me Blue Jays. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. I I don't know how I skipped that one. It's awesome. Giddy up. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to do a, um, I, so last week I gave you three run lines this, this week. I only have one. I'm going to give it now. Um, so, uh, Padres Rockies are going over. Give it to me hard. <laughs> uh, I've got a run line for you and it's the Dodgers that maybe won't surprise everyone, but, but it, it'll right. be for some reasons that maybe might surprise some folks. It, at first I was like, Dave, what are you doing? Don't take this. Look, look for something else. There's gotta be better things. Make a different pick because it's a divisional game and they're on the road and you're like, you know, the giants, let's be honest though. A divisional game against the Padres? Okay, I would not be making this pick. The Giants are not that good. They're below 500 now. They've fallen. They're 20 games back, right? This is not happening. It's not their year. The magic from last year is long gone. Let's be honest. Chris Bryant's gone. It's just not the same team. They don't, they're not feeling it. It's, it's uh, a lot of the kind of offensive magic that they got from guys like uh, Mike Yastrzemski and others. It's just not there. So the, the Giants like the most over uh overreaching team of the la- last two years in yes. baseball. Like who yes. are these people? I la- know Mike's la- got the, the genealogy, but other than that, who are these fuck Brandon Belts? Like these are the most unathletic looking fucking people. Last year's Giants was probably the most by like the uh you know the eggheads, you know, I like to look at the what they they crunch all the numbers. Big time. They yep. say last year's Giants was the most like uh over uh what was the word over yeah. um overreaching overachieving, overachieving. you want to look uh, at that again <laughs> overachieving team in a long time in a long time yeah very uh, very much so um so you know give me the dodgers run line here it's really about the pitching so uh kershaw this is very hollywood here all right let's go i love it kershaw had a bad start um just a little more than a week ago july 24th he had a bad start would you like to take a wild guess which team it was against? No. Can't tell me it was against those San Franzies. These very giants. He had a bad start where he gave up four runs in, and he only lasted four innings, which, you know, wow. Kershaw, Kershaw has a 2.66 ERA this year. He's been fantastic. So that was a really bad start. It was his first start out of the All Star game, in which, by the way, he pitched very well. And, um, and right before the All-Star game was his start against the Angels where he almost had a perfect game. Incredible. So he he came out after the All-Star break and he had this bad start. I think he's pissed. I also want to say I think yeah. the whole team is a little bit pissed. You just got me on that. All eyes are on their division rival now, the Padres, who are only mm. after this dude. I mean, okay, they're eleven and a half back. Granted, that's a lot, that's a ways, but I think they're they're pissed that everybody's talking about the Padres, and they're going to be. I think they'll be fired up, and I think Kershaw's fired up against his longest term rival, the, their number one rival team, going into San Francisco, where he's historically pitched extremely well uh, his whole career. And I think he's mad that his last start was bad. The Dodgers are on kind of a little bit of a not great start here out of the break. And he wants to fucking shove it down their throat. Fucking A. I, you, like every, you just got me so pumped with everything you just went through <laughs> in line there. It's such, like you mentioned, my line of thinking. 
And yeah. uh, fucking hey, man. And honestly, like, if you just compare the hitting, forget it, right? The Dodgers have fantastic hitters, and totally. the Giants really don't. So it's minus 130. That's the only thing I don't love. But I'll take that run line. I think it's fair. I think it's good. Um, if somebody really is worried about it, you can take the money line. I will say, though, if you want to do that here, I got a stat for you that told me not to do it. The Dodgers have only played 17 one-run games this whole year. Yep, that's insane. They don't play one-run games. They win by a lot, basically. Right. Uh, I, I, I don't think there's any point in it. You're going to live give up so much juice for that half a run. Forget it, dude. Just take the run line. You know what I love about it? And you got me so hyped. Like, the same th- deal with last week, except my only thing was the caveat about Lance Lannon. And it, unfortunately, that was the mm-hmm. nail in the coffin. But this, I don't have any. I You pumped me up. You gave a couple Hollywood-flavored notions, and now I'm ready to move. I think it moved. And, you know, after all that said and done, I was like, let me see who's who's pitching for the Giants. Jacob Junis. Yeah. Yeah. So give me well, up. I looked Giddy him up, up too. Here, here. You want to know how many innings he lasted his last three starts? Oh, baby. Keep Two. It coming. Keep it coming. I think Two, it moved. I think four, it moved. Third. I think and it then moved. Four. Oh, baby. <laughs> Fucking. I mean, he, he doesn't even make it to the fifth inning. My God, I need a cigarette. Like, what the fuck? After this? Yeah. I, this one just. This was almost number one. I just. I really was feeling the Padres. So I just feel like I had a night with a hooker. So Dodgers run line minus one thirty. Giddy up. How about that? Way to go. All right. I'm going to move to a run line myself. I'm going to bring that shit home. I'm going to bring that shit home. I don't very often tout my home squad. Very often. I'll just say very often one more time because I don't do it very often. Uh, Especially this kind of a team. It's so hard to bet Phillies on shit. Especially when you're watching them every day and know their ins and outs and they're just such. They're like just like the the kid with potential that keeps struggling with his heroin addiction. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, no, <laughs> like, yeah. come on, you have the potential and you know it, just get it straight once it's and like, you'll be like out of there. a fan of Hunter Biden. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phillies minus one and a half. I'm, I'm trusting it on this week's uh, show. By the way, uh, that Dodgers game is 3.45 Eastern time. Oh, yeah. So Sorry, guys. You did get, get going on that. Um, Phillies, minus one and a half, minus 115 on the Jews versus the lowly, Soto-less Washington Nationals. And yes. I'll t- I took a Hollywood approach out of the gate for this. You know what? The, they got the shit kicked out of them uh, today, I believe, by the Mets. At least it was looking bad earlier. They might have did something. But th- the night before... They went ahead and spoiled uh, DeGrom's return. And that, yes. to me, was a missed oppo for me today because I honestly did not have a single second to blink an eye, let alone put in a fucking bet uh, because of all the shit we have going on here. But um, I would have been all over the Mets after that game. But I think the Nats literally blew their load for a week. Try you know beating Degrom and after the day after Soto leaves or the day of actually uh, and Josh Bell, but think about what I just said. Soto left. Josh Bell left. Yeah, they didn't get anything back. I no. mean, Luke Voigt isn't going to fucking propel them to a ten game no, winning streak. They mostly just got teenagers back, man. Exactly. That won't be there, and uh, they won't be. I there. got a lot to go off on this because Nats. You know they're. They're, they're cooked from here on out. Philly, they got Syndergaard premiering. And 
the way he reacted to a trade over here uh, via social media and interviews and stuff, like he, he seems really confident, really fun. He's having a ball about it. And I think he's going to be really excited to pitch tomorrow night or tonight as you guys will hear this. And uh, Phillies have played Nats eight times this year. They're six and two. Four of those W's were over one and a half runs, over that run line. And the pitcher for the Nationals, this Paulo Espino guy, he was a good bullpen. He was good in the bullpen for the first couple months of the year, but then they swung him to the rotation. And boy, howdy. The the fact that he's still doing that just means that they're like, let's just get it through the year. And when, when you are where you're at right now as an organization with the Nationals, you're not looking to correct the bad shit. You're out of it. What's the point in correcting it? Let the guy, if he has potential as a starter, he, he just starts the rest of the year. Sure. Could blow and, up in his face. And but frankly, what's a loss do for you? It, it doesn't. And even if he has no potential, okay. Yeah, like, for sure. Do you care? Move on. He's been putrid as a starter. Yeah. Putrid. Uh, I could look it up, but it's insane. It's bad. And uh, and after showing potential, like I mentioned in a pen. So, also, let me just – I got – oh, you know what? I'm going to save something for a little bit. I'll just say Philly's going to be pumped with their new acquisitions at home. Acquisitions, I said. Syndergaard's playing. But now you got Robinson back in, in the pen. I know we didn't – we signed him to a big deal, and he got free money in Philly after being injured. But then he went to the Cubs this year, and now he's arguably one of the best relievers in the NL. Uh, and now he's back. He's back with the Phillies, and he's healthy. So it's amazing. We've never seen that before. Then we kind of got Brandon Marsh for a little bit of a deal. And that's not touting any kind of – going to cover, help cover a run line, but he's arguably one of the better defensive center fielders in the league. And if the, there's a team in the fucking majors that needs defense, then it's going to be the Philadelphia Phillies. So I'm going to pause right there. Actually, you know what, Woodman? Can I go ahead and just roll in? Go ahead. What do you so got? Go, go ahead and roll in here yeah. to my third pick of the week, which is the fighting Phillies over five and a half team runs for okay. the game. Okay. Against the Nationals. Now, where does this pay? That is even money. You're getting even money on that uh, on DraftKings. So you're getting one-to-one odds here. And I'm just going to keep going with this fucking hand-blasting of Paulo Espinino and all that shit. Uh, Philly's averaging 6.8 runs a game in their six wins against the Nationals. Yeah. Uh, and this Paulo Espinino, I should say, not Espinino. They the, the the Phillies played them last time they they faced in a series. They faced this cat in Philly at Citizens Bank on July fifth. Guess the score, David. What do you have that game? Um, I'll say it was uh, uh eight to six. Eleven nothing fighting Phils. Oh boy! Our boy Paolo went three and two thirds with six hits and four earned before they finally pulled the plug before it got worse. But yikes! You know he is. You are the man. He is not Harry. I had to put Harry in there too as we're doing the the Vin. But we got to get back there. anyway. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Vin. Um, Phillies team total over five and a half. I don't think I really need to ponder much more on it after what I was talking about with the run line. Syndergaard, I think, has some fun out there. I see him getting, you know, six or seven under him, maybe two runs. Phillies, you know, they're going to put up. I think this is like a uh, this is like a nine three nine two game. So giddy up to the Phillies here. That's awesome. So you get two two uh, for one there in that game on 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 the Phillies. Like I've never been comfortable betting them. No, but they really. They've really come around. Uh, I think they won three to one today. By the way, they did. They did. 
uh, a big big homer by old Cassianos, who could have ah, homered last Tuesday, asshole. And I noticed Wheeler pitched great again. Mm. He's very good. Shooting up the Cy Young ranks, but um, I think Sandy had a rough outing today or something like that. But I think I still think Sandy's gonna gonna take that Cy Young. We'll see. I it's, remember I talked about Musgrove. It's on the very show difficult to win it on a bad team. Yeah. Oh, the it's Marlins good. bad though. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Okie doke. Good talk. Yeah, they're pretty bad. They're um. Let's see. They He's are still odds on favorite by a long shot. Alcantara's fucking Alcantara. Well, he's been say. tremendous. He's Minus very 210. good. Corbin no. Burns plus seven hundred. Wow. Yeah, that's a difference. That's funny. That's. Can funny. I tell you about a, a future that I put in? Sure. And I want to get your thoughts on it before you make your third pick. Okay. Um, this was after. So here's what I do sometimes, guys. After you have a week like last week, I know that NFL is coming up, and if you followed our picks last week, you made some money. And before the NFL gets underway, I sometimes like to make sure that I get in some bets that I wouldn't be comfortable with doing if I was just kind of like keeping myself regular afloat and just trying to stay within a regular budget. When I have a good week and the NFL is right around the corner, I'm kind of like, holy shit, let me get in some last minute uh, Major League Baseball futures. Yeah. Where the fuck is it? I'm trying to look for it as I'm speaking. Anyway, it was a Judge MVP, Alcantara, um, Cy Young, Cy Young, and the fucker who got hurt, Rodriguez, Julio, uh, at, in Seattle for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, oh, here it is. There it is right there. Uh, Judge, Alcantara, Rodriguez. He'll be back, though. And it was, it was $62.88 because I had like one six or, or, or two sixty two eighty dollars to win one sixty three. So I'm winning 100 bucks on that. Judge, Alcantara. Julio Rodriguez. They're all unflappable, aren't they? It's got a good shot, bro. All right. Say that. Thanks so much for your input. You like that? I do like it. Giddy up. You want to look at that again? (laughs) That's the smartest thing of the night. (laughs) Anyway. <laughs> I'll just let him go. I, we can do okay. that. You want me to do the wolf thing? I'll hit the wolf drop again. So good. No, we're good. Um, okay, my third one. Um, I wanted to give something plus. It's barely right. It's plus one hundred. Oh, good for you. It's plus a hundred, but but it's fun. I think the Braves can take the Mets tomorrow. I'm going to tell you a couple reasons why. This is the money line. It's plus a hundred. Okay. Carrasco's on the hill for the Mets. He's really had a tough time against right-handers. That sounds weird because he's right-handed, but his best pitch is his changeup, which kills lefties. He, he gets hit pretty good by right-handers. The Braves have an MVP candidate, Austin Riley, who bats right-handed. They also have Ronald Acuna, um, right-handed hitter. They have a number of good right-handed hitters. I and think. Ozuna went nuts. And Ozuna as well. So I think he could give up some runs. Now... I'm not saying that uh, I'm not basing this bet solely on that though. The other issue is Kyle Wright, the Braves younger guy. He's 26. He's been in a couple years. He's really, really broken through this year and he's won seven straight starts. Holy shit. Seven straight starts. He's got his ERA down in 283. Wow. For the year. He's been fantastic. Uh, he's been just as good on the road as at home. I think um, I think the Braves, uh, you know, are a little bit not 
pleased uh, that they lost today to the Phillies, right? Um, the Mets won, so they're yeah. not. It's not like they're coming both in. Both played hot. afternoon games. They both played afternoon games. They both have to travel up to New York. The Mets were down in D.C. The Braves were at home in Atlanta. Isn't it weird how they schedule that shit? Sometimes yeah. they both have to fly it's up to New York. Distant. So even though it's a home game for the Mets, it's still travel day, the same as it is for the Braves. I don't, I don't give them that, that as as much of an advantage for being home necessarily. Um, and and I just think, I just think the Braves' right-handed hitters will get to Carrasco. He's really, really had a tough time against righties. He's over a five ERA against uh, uh, power hitting righties. You should go gets crushed, man. Giddy up, yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh... I don't think people understand the fact that when we do Wednesday night shows on on uh, baseball shows, centric shows, I should say, is that the palette does not have as many colors yeah, to yeah. work with here. So yeah. we're it's looking Thursday. at, you know, what, I don't know, uh, nine games or so as compared to 16 normally or 15 normally. So yeah. um, some of these games were just, we feel, we feel, we feel. This one, I feel feel like you don't feel it as much well it's third for a reason but i'll say i i i do kind of i'll put it this way i could also be talked if you don't love that what i said i'll give you another option because i did have a second a second <laughs> idea which is the same oh with, boy I love no it. no no within the same game and the other you I, just didn't sound like you were Big no, time, like, I like in on it. That. I like it. At plus 100, I think the Braves can take it. I'm still doing it. Like, I mean, fucking A. Or you could do... See, here's the thing. I can't give you the Braves run line plus one and a half. No. Because it's useless. And whatever, it's minus yeah. 200. Exactly. Plus, no, I don't like that stupid. anyway. I don't, I don't like, like the, it. I don't like getting runs. No, I don't like it either. I never do that. Actually, we've probably never done that. I don't but think I we ever say, have. If I don't somebody, think we've ever if, said plus one and a half. If somebody doesn't agree with my analysis on Carrasco and that the Braves have too much right-handed power. Okay. <laughs> Are you yelling at me? Oh, I should have mentioned Swanson too. Dansby Swanson. You want to look at that again? Here's what I'll say. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but I know I'm right about Kyle, Wright. He's won seven straight and he's been f- look up, look up his stats. So you tell me what you think about Kyle, Wright. But, but here's what I'll say then. Okay. Then why not take that under? Under mm. eight, under mm. eight gets me minus one ten. It's almost the same. It's ten points. <laughs> under eight, I like it. Totally uh, dude, there's not right. going to be a ton of runs in this game. I'm telling you, these are good starters, and they both have, and both teams have very good bullpens. City there's Field, not big park. Be silly City Field's a pitcher's park. Uh, I'll tell you what. Not what do you a lot like of runs better? scored. Ready for this? Game. Where are you looking at right now, DK? I'm on DK. All right. So what is it? Uh, what's the juice? Under eight is minus one ten. Fuck that. Go to FanDuel right now. Okay. Under eight and a half is minus 115. There you go. So if you guys don't, I'm I'm sticking Taking with my it. pick. My pick is Braves Moneyline plus 100. Okay. That's Love the pick. It. I'm not changing it. Brian's not going to talk me off this ledge. But no, no, no. I didn't say I didn't like if, it. If y'all don't like I'm it as saying much, y'all saying what? Head over to what FanDuel. Well, I'm talking about the Braves. Head over to FanDuel. <laughs> and for minus 115, you can get. Under eight and a half, I think that's very safe. That feels safer. If you want to play it safe, I'd go with that. I'm definitely going with that. Can I also give a random bonus pick out of the way? Because uh, I just actually put down some some whiskey so a couple minutes ago, and I'm just gonna now feel, would be a good time to do that. Feel free to you know go ahead and do whatever the fuck I want on our own show. Okay. Yes. How about an underdog pick of the week money line winner? 
Now, I want you to go up and down real quick, not that many, but you need to pick a money line plus. And I'll tell you where I'm heading with this, and I'll tell you why. It's the Hollywood effect, the HWA. Oh, dude, I'll tell you what, folks. I don't know if you know this, but uh, it's almost NFL season, and you're going to hear the initials DWE coming soon. Oh, mercy. I can't wait for that. But anyway, this is almost an HWE. Verlander came out pitching great. Uh, last week at the we said he would and but he struggled i think the week before that but here's here's the deal i i took i think i sent this in a text to you guys or uh, our little text group but i said zach Plesac was rumored to be getting traded and uh he's going to the mound today with with the with cleveland and the trade deadline's right around the the way and he's gonna shit the bed take the run line for the team. I think it was a raise, whoever they were playing. And it, it, that, that hit now, Zach, please is who's got talent. He's got talent. He just hasn't made, but he's, he's got the ability to do it. He's got the talent to make it happen. And he's still there. And you know what he did? He's a young, young, young kid. And he could not be happier that he doesn't have to move. Like that's the thing. It's there's still people. You got to <laughs> think about the moving process. Like yeah. he, he doesn't have to worry about moving. At least for another year, but he is his body now has like decompressed, and he's fucking ready to play against one of the best teams, and the Cleveland Guardians, as they are, uh, are not that terrible of a team, and Cleveland's going to beat the Verlander led Houston Astros at plus one seventy. It's a spicy take. I like it. I like a spicy take. I don't like the actual pick, but I love a spicy take. That almost was a pick of the week, by the way, for me. That's in that's. A- if that hits, you are brilliant because, man, that's tough to... Cleveland plus 170. I, uh, boy. I think you Verlander's would, yeah. got a really good chance to win the Cy Young, actually. In the American yeah, no, right now he's odds on. Uh, McClanahan had a little bit of a rough outing his last, so really? Verlander jumped him. Yeah. They're still plus. They're both on the plus side. I think Verlander's yeah. 170 and, and McClanahan's two. But, uh, I might consider dropping a couple of bucks on that Verlander. Um I'll yeah, give I think you one. Wins. Okay, so you asked for one, right? So I'll give you a fun one. Um, you know, I haven't looked up exactly everything that's going on with, with these two guys, but uh, Johnny Cueto is like 100 years old and <laughs> hasn't been very good in that long. Um, I don't, I have no idea who this Rangers pitcher is, Cole Reagans. I assume he's very young. Uh, Cole Reagans. But the Never White heard. Sox are just okay. The Rangers aren't that bad. They get plus one ten against Cueto, who I, I I can't imagine is good anymore. Uh, no, it's, I, it's got a it's got a, the uh, Anibal Sanchez stank. I on could it. take that Rangers pick. Another one, if you wanted to, to do it, was the Cubs have Stroman going, who is really honestly very good. They're they're plus because they're on the road at St. Louis. St. Louis is kind of good, right? Cubs plus one thirty five. I don't know. I don't hate it. Um, I just wish they have a better hitting. But Stroman, I like could how just, we're like. We're, we're like slowly covering every game of the week. Like there's only two games. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to cover this will make us cover every game except two. I'm going to say this right now. Ready? It's still a plus. I asked for a plus. I'm going to go with the Oakland A's at plus 100 on the road. You know why? I almost took that. Because they're at the Angels. Yep. And do you know, this is exactly why. The Angels starting pitcher. <laughs> I saw it. His name is Jansen Junk. <laughs> Struggling. His name is Junk. 
<laughs> I mean, if the gambling gods aren't telling you anything, I Oakland A's has Paul Blackburn on t- tapping the toe on the mound. <laughs> Angels have Jansen Junk. I literally you almost look at picked that again. This. Uh, uh, I mean, A's plus hundred was almost one of my picks. Seriously, really? That dude. Oh, I'm yeah. just doing that for a joke. The, the, the dude's name is Junk. <laughs> And the Angels have been really bad, dude. Oh my word! They've been so bad, dude. How can you have a name like Junk and be and and go? I'm gonna be a fucking pitcher in the majors. Like the, good, good for him. I hope. Just shows you like, what what a team sport baseball is, right? The Angels have the best athlete in the world. Yeah, the and MVP, Junk on our team, and he's incredible. You can literally say that you you got Junk on your team. And they They're got like, Hey, wait! And I'm like, no, you got Junk on your fucking team. And then the best athlete in the world, Shohei, could be like, I love junk. <laughs> like, oh, do you? Okay. Does he just not know our language yet? No. He's, I love junk. That's incredible. <laughs> Chance and junk. Holy fuck. All right. Well, I guess there's no way better to go out than that. Chance and junk. My man. Let's have ourselves a week. I uh, had a great time last week making some money. We'll look forward to it again. Yeah. Apparently, we made like sneaky nine picks this week. Yeah. After, <laughs> after agreeing on a, a pick or two last week, now we not only did we not uh, become say-come-saw on a pick, but we went ahead and just spurted out some junk. Well, I'm still embarrassed that I had too much whiskey and couldn't think of the name Jerry Rice. So that's that still stings me from last week. But we had great picks, so it's fine. It all makes we up did. for it. Well, uh, yeah, still pretty. I'm embarrassed. Pretty, pretty embarrassing. But it is. It's probably the first thing I've ever been embarrassed about on this show. That's pretty. That's rough. the smartest thing of the night. Yeah. <laughs> That's Vinny. Thank you. Anyway, Vinny. time to go. By by, you by gotta, the Vinny. Yo, you gotta save that anyway. One we're gonna. That's gonna, a great one, isn't it? You're gonna use that all the time for any little bit of a dull moment. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, all right. I guess we'll get out of here. Thanks, Vin. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, oh my gosh, you guys! I hope you guys have as much fun listening to the show as we do making it because this is a freaking blast. You know, this is show number eighty-five, and I would say for eighty-two of them, I just get really, 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 really pumped. And we talked about it before. I get to see one of my best friends in the world and shoot the shit about sports. And but not only that, but we're making dough. But then also, in in part of it is that we really hope that someone is out there enjoying it. And I love everybody that we know personally that is out there listening to this. And we thank you so much. Yes. And if and you can spread the word, they do. They do. And it's thank amazing. You, thank you guys for that. But what I think, and this does not diminish that. And I hope you guys don't take it as that, but I think what means, or just, just that just gets us excited more than anything else is for you sexy motherfuckers that we don't know that are listening to it. And we know you're out there, and it's so fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, we can and, see uh, from the stats that there's like a whole bunch of people who yeah. ne- I don't know you. We can't, we, we yeah, we can't put put numbers on that. But we thank everybody for the support. And uh, if you guys dig it, let us know personally because we would appreciate that through Twitter and all that. But let somebody know that you know personally and uh, spread the word. We appreciate it. But uh, yeah. This is so fun to do, and we look forward to making money. Hopefully, we can keep going this week. But NFL is right around the corner, and if we are not elongated sexually by that, I don't know what will do it. You know what I mean, what man? Give it to me hard. I think you mean. I guess you mean like engorged or enlarged, but uh, that's fine. Enlarged to show detail. Okay. (laughs) Should I just? Uh, What I will say is. I still, I'm really enjoying baseball season. We've had a blast and we've made money and I'm loving it. 
I'm very oh, excited. For, good for you. I'm very excited for football, though, uh, having said all that. But we do have one more week of nothing but baseball. That's next week. Enjoy that. Yeah, seriously, guys. We have one more week where it is fully baseball pick centric. And then after that, it we is. We get into some fun stuff. I mean, it's almost like, like it's pillow fight time, okay? Feathers <laughs> flying everywhere with, with NFL logos coming out of those pillows because we're going to be hitting each other hard. <laughs> Wait a second. Give it to me hard. There we go. Look out. Giddy up. Well, this is Jump the Sharp. Woodman, anything on the way out? Much love. Giddy up. We love everybody. Appreciate you. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace the fuck out. Go make some goddamn money. Hello, fight. What the fuck? Anyway. <laughs>